Listen up. If you are building your business right now online and you are experiencing that banging your head against the wall type of experience where you feel like you're talking to a brick wall, maybe even screaming at the brick wall. Maybe you've been trying to communicate to people about what you do with your business. Maybe you've been trying to talk to them about how you can help them build their business. Perhaps even you've been in that position where with your business, you're not getting the traction that you thought you were going to get, even though you've been very committed and dedicated to building it from the very word go. If this is you, then I want you to pay close attention to what I'm going to be sharing with you today on today's Daily Dose of Awesome because we're going to be talking about three things you need to build your business strong, build your business fast, and build yourself, build your business with predictable results. What's up, my friends? JT DeBolt with you today for the Elite Marketing Pro Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you get your day started off right. I am stoked to be with you here today on a Thursday afternoon. So as you're jumping out, let me know where you're tuning in from. And as you do, let me say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining us here each and every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. People jumping out here. What's up, Chuck Kewen in the house? Good to see you, my friend. Aaron Irway, what's up? Good to see you. Sarah Lynn in the house. Gabby Martinez, what's going on, my friend? Good to see all of you as you jump out here. You guys are making my morning just that much brighter. Love hanging out with my high altitude peeps here in the Elite Marketing Pro, soon to be attractionmarketing.com community. So, today we're talking a little bit about what it's going to take for you to go to the next level in your business. This is the time of year when you either get bombarded with all the Black Friday sales and all the deals that are coming up here. As you guys know, if you're here in the United States, one week from today, we celebrate. Thanksgiving. And one week from tomorrow is what they call Black Friday, and there's going to be lots of opportunities for you to go out and shop and buy a new mattress, buy a new TV, buy a new car, do all this kind of stuff at what is projected to be slashed prices and great deals. But before you go and get yourself all embroiled in that madness, I want to talk to you about something that you're also going to probably get hit with, and that is the whole New Year, New Me message is coming out. And if you haven't noticed, we're in 2019, which means in about 40 days, it's going to be 2020, and you're going to have all those people talking to you about how you can make this your 2020 vision, and they're going to play off that cute little thing, talk to you about how you can build your business bigger, stronger, better. But today, I want to just cut to the chase. I want to cut in front of that line, and I actually want to talk to you about two really important things, actually one really important thing with the three things that you need in order to conquer all of that noise. You see... If you've been building your business, especially online for a while, but more specifically, if you've been building it offline, you know, the whole belly to belly, press the flesh type of stuff, you can appreciate how frustrating it is sometimes when you have something important to share with people, something you believe in, but yet they're not receiving it. They're not hearing you. They're kind of tuned out, right? They almost come into it and they feel like they already know what you're talking about. Have you ever had that experience? If you've ever been talking to somebody about your business, sharing your vision, and you get that kind of glossed over look, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I've already heard this a million times. If you've had that experience where you where you feel like you're talking to a brick wall because that person has already shut down and decided they know what you're talking about, give me a one in the chat box. I'm just curious how many folks out there have experienced this before where you know what you're talking about. You love it. It's deep in your heart. And yet at the same time, the person you're talking to on the receiving end of that message seems to already have their mind made up, right? They're just kind of closed-minded. If you've ever had that experience, let me know. Sally Prague, what's going on, girl? Good to see you. Fran, what's happening? Julie Kelly, what's going on? 
Uh, lots of my friends coming out here. It's been a while since I've been on the Daily Dose. So uh, I'm actually pretty excited to be out here with you guys today. If you guys have experienced this, uh, give me a shout. Give me a one in the chat box. I see lots of ones. Uh, what's up, Larry? Just had a great conversation with Larry uh, about uh, less than an hour ago. It was awesome to hang out with him and talk to him for a while. So today what I want to talk to you about is there's really three things that you're going to need to build your business. And I'm going to share this from a perspective of my own story. All right, I'm going to kind of give you an experience that I had, especially in the very beginning when I got out of the U.S. Navy, 2008, September of 2008, after 12 and a half years of service to our country, I went into a whole new area that I knew nothing about, and that was business, more specifically network marketing. I knew nothing, almost zero about business, but I knew nothing about network marketing. And so I got jumped into this thing very reluctantly. Uh, my wife goes, hey, this is the future. This is how we're going to build our business, create our wealth, and actually create our exit strategy uh, from our J-O-B. Now, I loved what I did. I loved being a U.S. Naval aviator. It was amazing. But there was still that point where, hey, there's going to have to be something after this. What's going to be that next chapter? So I went into the traditional thing. I started pounding on doors, holding hotel meetings, doing that whole nine yards. And what was crazy is in the military, I was used to people listening to me, right? I would give orders they would follow. Or I would take an order and translate that order to the people that were either at my level or slightly below in the pay scale. And I just instantly had that sort of, uh, you know, kind of presence where they would listen to me. Now, you have to understand, I appreciated that. I did not take that for granted, but there was a point where it was expectation, right? I just expected because, hey, you know, I've got something to say. They were going to listen to me, but I had sort of forgotten the fact that I was in the military and that's sort of what we do in that environment, right? When you go into business, especially with people who are entrepreneur minded, do you suppose that most people who are entrepreneurs like to be told what to do? Believe it or not, a true entrepreneur does not like to be told what to do. Folks that have more of an employee mindset, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, they're just two different things. People who are more geared towards an employee mindset like to be told what to do. So if you go to tell them what to do, oftentimes they'll go, okay, cool, and they'll follow through on it. Entrepreneurs on the other side are a little more reluctant if you've ever known this. By the way, if this has ever been you, you're one of those entrepreneurs out there that doesn't really like to be told what to do. You kind of like to figure stuff out on your own. Give me a two in the chat box. I want to see, I want to see how many natural entrepreneurs out there or natural rebels, because believe it or not, uh, I had a little bit of a streak, rebel streak in me, so that when I first joined the military, taking orders wasn't exactly my thing, uh, which was kind of a culture clash, but that's a story for a whole nother day. If you guys have ever been in that position as entrepreneurs where you feel like, man, I don't like being told what to do. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to, I'm going to, if there's a brick wall, I will bash through it. Even if it's with my forehead, I'll make this thing happen. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm seeing some twos coming in. I kind of thought that might be the case. What's interesting about this is that there's a point where people, you have to almost celebrate that, right? So if you're like, hey, I've got this amazing thing I'm working on, I'm building this and you're really excited about it you have to appreciate the fact that there's going to be some reluctance on the part of other people. So it's part of the process. And by the way, this is for anybody who's brand new. This is for anybody who's kind of in the middle of the road. And certainly for my friends out there that have been around the block a few times, more of the seasoned vets in the, in the house as far as business building goes. If you've ever experienced this, it's part of the plan. It's part of the process. But here's the important point. Don't stay stuck in that part of the process. This is what I want to talk to you about. There's three things that you need. And I'm going to get to the first one right now. I was talking to a friend of mine, and this is a fairly recent conversation. He's an amazing dude. 
uh, he and his wife have built a very successful online business empire. They have done this from the very word go. They used to do the whole brick and mortar thing. They used to chase down people and do all that kind of stuff. And I was asking, I was talking about this. I'm like, dude, I remember those days when literally getting a no in my mind felt like meal meals, food out of my child's mouth, out of my children's mouth. Every time somebody told me no, it equated to, I'm not going to be able to feed my family. Now, I had gotten out of the Navy. I was full-time active duty in the Navy, so I had a paycheck every two weeks. I was getting full medical, full dental, all that kind of stuff, and I was up for a promotion, and now all that was gone. If you've ever jumped out of a business full, you know, both feet first in the water, you know how this feels. There is no safety net, so you have this feeling like, I got to make this work. It's got to happen, and if it doesn't happen, it could equate to my family suffering. Well, that's certainly how it feels. That's not the reality necessarily of the situation, but that's how we internalize it as entrepreneurs. And this is how come we have to have one very critical piece in place. And this friend of mine I was having this conversation with this last weekend, he was telling me, man, until we had this one critical piece in place, we struggled mightily. And it did feel like every rejection, every no, was one person taking another bite of food out of my child's mouth that visceral feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm not providing for my family. If you've ever felt that stress, that pain, that fear, that if this thing doesn't work, it could directly impact my family, maybe even prevent me from doing the basic stuff that I'm called to do as a leader of my family. If you've ever had that feeling, give me a three in the chat box where you're just feeling like, dude, this has to work. And every time it doesn't, and by the way, that's going to happen. There are going to be times where you're going to get rejected. You're going to get people that say no. You're going to get people that opt out. But if you've ever felt like, man, if this doesn't work, there's going to be some suffering in this family. If you've ever felt that really deep, visceral kind of connection to that, let me know. I got some people, Susie, saying, hey, that's my reality right now. A um, couple other people saying, yeah, I feel uh, Julie said, yeah, I feel that way daily. I'm scared to death. Um, that's why I keep pushing. Awesome. So lots of threes coming in here. Here's the beautiful part. I was talking to my buddy, Wit. You guys probably know him, Wit Hyam. He's the, the other half. Some people say the better half is Carrie, but uh, that's just because, uh, you know, we like to give Witt a hard time. Witt's my man. He's my brother. So I was talking to Witt Heim about this last weekend. We were in Austin, Texas at a high-level mastermind uh, for the EMP community. And we were talking about really what does it take to break past that place where you're feeling stuck, where you're like, man, I've got to make this thing work. When we come from that place energetically, people can pick up on that. All right. And what it might actually happen is if we're having that feeling inside and we project it onto them, it's going to spark in them a feeling they already have of insecurity, right? That insecurity that maybe I cannot make this business work. Maybe I should stay stuck in my job. Maybe this whole thing about, you know, becoming an entrepreneur isn't really for me when in fact it might be the exact thing they need. So that's how come for us, if we really want to build that strong business and we're, it feels like we're talking to a brick wall, like people aren't listening to us, that's the time to do a gut check and ask yourself, are you creating the first thing you have to create? And that is influence. Are you creating influence? Here's the quickest way out of any kind of a bad jam, whether you're having a conversation with somebody that's not going the way you want it to, could be in your relationship, right? Could be with your kids, your spouse, your friend, your roommate. If you're having a, a, a conversation in that, it's creating that tension, right? And you're not able to communicate or get through to them. Ask yourself the question, am I creating influence in this moment? 
Now, what is influence? I'm curious, by the way, what your definition of influence is. So go ahead and type it in the chat box. How do you define influence? <laughs> Lots of people saying they love wit. Who doesn't love wit, man? If you don't know, here's the thing. The people that don't love wit are the people that don't know wit. You know what I mean? So if you guys know Wittheim and you love them, definitely give them a thumbs up. Uh, so what is influence to you guys? I want to know what you guys uh, uh, think of or how you define uh, uh, how you define influence. Bruce defines it as value, okay? Uh, see, let's see, uh, do what we know to do well, give value, leave them to their own decisions, says Wesley. Actually, Wesley, I love that. That's really great. Influence is interesting because it's kind of one of those things. It's got all kinds of definitions. You can look it up in the dictionaries. You can look it up and you can have conversations. Lots of people teach on it, talk about it. We certainly do here in the Elite Marketing Pro slash AttractionMarketing.com uh, community. But one thing I love about what I was talking about with Wit and how he and Carrie cre uh, created influence was they literally showed up with consistency. So it's interesting because influence isn't created because of the kind of money you have, all right? It's not created by your results. That's the misconception that a lot of folks have, especially newer folks when they come into business or anything. They feel like when I get to the results, all right, or when I build this, when I achieve that, then I'll have the influence. It's actually counterintuitive. It goes the other way around. The results and the impact and all that other stuff happen after you create the influence. Now, for those of you who are going, huh, that doesn't make any sense. Let me just stop and give you one example. Have you ever noticed how somebody can walk into a situation, could be anything. Uh, take, it, take case in point, I fly a lot, I travel a lot for EMP, so I'm in the airport quite a bit. This happened to me last year, almost at this exact time of year. I was flying from a workshop that we were conducting in Tempe, Arizona, beautiful, about 70 degrees, Fahrenheit, for those of you on the Celsius calendar or Celsius scale, it was about uh, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, beautiful weather. I fly back up here to Seattle and it's pouring snow. Now, we don't normally get snow up here, but it got cold and it rains like crazy about this time of year. So we got pounded with about a foot and a half of snow overnight. That's a lot of snow. And so they closed temporarily the airport, which meant that I got diverted into Portland, which is just south of us, Portland, Oregon. And I'm in the airport and all of these people are freaking out because they want to get home to their families. It was the week of Thanksgiving. So it was the week, uh, you know, the weekend right before Thanksgiving. They wanted to get back home to their families and they're starting to get panicky and starting to wring their, their hands saying, oh man, I'm not going to be able to get back. And I'm watching this whole thing and I watched this, this young woman, she's probably in her like early to mid twenties and she was so calm. And she's just kind of walking around and she's asking people, hey, how are you doing? And she's making jokes and she's talking to, you know, talking to the little kids and the kids are crying and the parents, of course, their stress level's going up. She literally walked through that room in her early to mid-20s and just sort of spread some joy. Now, I can tell you this. As I sat back, personally feeling a little bit of the strain and the anxiety myself going, man, I want to get home and observe this woman. Simply, there was not much she can do about it. She can't control the weather. She certainly can't control the airlines. But what she could control was her emotions and how she responded to the people around her. And what was amazing is you could almost watch as she walked. It was like she'd walk through a certain group of people and the stress level would come down. While the stress level over here was super high, the stress level over here was, was way low. And as I was talking to Wit last weekend, we were talking about how he and Carrie manage their emotions and manage their kind of thoughts and their beliefs about themselves. That's when they started to get the big results is when they finally said, we are going to do something about this. They got super consistent and they showed up as if. Now, what does that mean? 
When you hear the word as if, what does that mean to you? So a lot of you guys are typing in here, by the way, uh, the ability to have people value what you say, for sure, Cherie, I love that you said that about, we're talking about influence here, creating valuable free information on live videos. So Susan, I love that you said that. That is one way, it's a one method, one strategy you can use, one technique you can use to create a ton of value, but also to create that influence. Susan says creating valuable free information on live videos. What's interesting about that is we have found here in Elite Marketing Pro for that to be one of the most efficient methods of creating the value and therefore creating the influence in the marketplace because it comes down to you being real. Okay, so Susan, I'm guessing you probably have experienced this. Hats off to you if you're out there doing that. I think that's amazing. Um, you know, uh, one person I was, I just saw this. Uh, Cindy said, "Being listened to." Well, guess what, Cindy? That's exactly how you do it, right? You have to actually put yourself out there with a message in order for people to be able to listen to you. And so that's how come I love this whole conversation. But Whit and I were talking about this, and he said, in the beginning, they were they were absolutely going to do everything they could to succeed. They were going out on the Vegas Strip. So they live in this really small town in Utah. And you can imagine building a network marketing business using old school methods. That warm market's going to dry up pretty quick when it's a small market to begin with. So being the gritty individuals and leaders that they are, they jumped in their car, drove all the way to Vegas, and would prospect on the Vegas Strip. Now, to the point here about hey, saying, hey, listen, I've got to get, um, you know, get my message out there and be listened to. Well, guess what? They did not allow that fear of rejection or that fear of getting shut down from stopping them. But here's the cool part about this. We're not telling you, I'm certainly not telling you, to go out to the Vegas Strip or even your downtown sidewalk and start talking to people about your business. What you can do is learn from Carrie and Witt and how they did this. They built influence by going through that hard stuff, but you don't have to do that. Doing a Facebook Live, doing a live video is something you could do right here, right now, today. So here's my challenge to you. What's something you can do right here, right now, today to create influence in your business? What's one thing you can do, you might do today? Uh, and that's a real question. I want you to know, I want to know right now, what's something that you could do today? Now, today is Thursday, the 21st of November, okay? And right now, it's about uh, 10, 19, 20 minutes after 10 here on the Pacific Coast, all right? So whatever time that translates to you in the world, what's something that you can do when we log off here in about five or 10 minutes that you can go out there and start creating an influence in your business? Type it into the chat box. I wanna see it in the comments. And by the way, don't just say something you can do, something you might do, something you will do. I want you to really own this because here's the key and essential part. If you're struggling at all in your business, and I don't mean you have to be like down in the, down in the gutter, all right? If you are, then this is absolutely true for you. But if it's even something where you're like, hey, dude, I'm just, I've lost a little bit of my mojo. We had some momentum, it went away. And you wanna get back to that place and surpass it. This is how, you, how it begins. You have to create influence. And I know this might sound like big time stuff. You're like, dude, influence, come on, bro. I'm just getting started. But just like that young woman in the airport in Portland last year, she didn't go and say, well, I'm not some motivational guru. Who am I? You know, she didn't say, I'm, the, I'm not the Dalai Lama or I'm not this, that, or the other thing. She didn't self-judge. She simply looked around at her fellow people, fellow humans, saw them suffering a little bit, saw them in pain, at least saw them unhappy, and said, how can I influence this situation? What might I do to bring value to this situation? And all she did was bring joy. She was patting people on the back. She was playing with the kids, making a few little jokes here. She's not a stand-up comedian by any means, but it was really cute. It was endearing. It was amazing to see 
this example of leadership in action as this person walked through this room and brought the stress level for everybody down. It was a pretty cool ripple effect. So what might you be able to do today to create influence in your market? You don't have to be a guru. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be the next Carrie and Wit, or at least you don't have, maybe you are the next Carrie and Wit, but you don't have to be that person now. You can certainly be who you are as you are today and create influence. My challenge to you is how might you do that today? Uh, Jennifer Stewart, I could do a short live business mentality video on my business page. I love it. Uh, pretty much anything, I'm, I'm at a standstill, says Aaron. Okay, so Aaron, what's one thing you might do specifically? I want to know. Wesley says, uh, we'll do a live. Awesome. Do a Facebook Live with value. Great. I'm seeing a lot of folks who are talking about doing a Facebook Live here. Um, already shared this DDOA, says Kathy. Awesome. I appreciate that, Kathy. Serve someone, says Stephanie. So here's the cool part. As you're thinking about this, you guys are giving some amazing answers. Go deeper. Get very specific on what you might talk about. Think about the topic that you might share. It only has to be one thing. It could come out. You could talk about You could talk about creating influence. You could talk about getting past those barriers. You could even talk about the frustrations you're currently experiencing and your determination to get through them. How might that affect people, you know? That might just shake them up and bring them to the core. Now, the next piece that I want to talk about besides besides just the influence, is growth. Now, what is growth? Growth is an interesting term because growth to a lot of people sounds cool, right? It sounds amazing. If I said to you, hey, would you like to grow your business? You're like, absolutely. Would you like to grow your skill sets? Yes, that sounds amazing. Would you like to grow your personal, you know, who you are as a person? Yeah, I'd love to do that. Would you like to grow your muscles? Yeah, that'd be awesome. The challenge is, is that as awesome as growth sounds, the real uh, growth is a byproduct of a few things. What do you suppose growth is a byproduct of? Put it in the, in the comment sections. I'm curious about this because I want to know how you all have either experienced growth, how you're creating growth right now, or at the very least, your perception of how growth happens. Growth is simply a byproduct of doing certain things. What are those things that you must do in order to, or might do, in order to create growth? Uh, Stephanie, do a live on the one way I got rid of mom guilt while doing my business. Ooh, man. By the way, I, Stephanie, I challenge you to do that. I can't wait to see how that comes out for you. That's really cool. Uh, Bruce says failure. Bruce, totally possible. Growth does come through failure for sure. In fact, it's one of the big causal factors for big growth if you can learn to to, to kind of learn from it and move past from move, move past the failure, right? Critical point is growth. Uh, Wendy says action creates growth for sure. Um, frustration and failure. Here's the, I agree, David, by the way. Here's the cool part. Growth doesn't always have to come from failure, okay? And it doesn't always have to come from frustration. But the beautiful part is almost every single time you have a failure or almost every single time you have frustration, it is an absolute opportunity for growth. The way I like to say it is this. A setback is just a setup for a comeback, all right, that's growth. So if you have a setback right now, maybe it's a financial setback, maybe it's a personal setback, could be even a health setback. Instead of seeing that as a defining, this is the way the rest of my life is going to be, look at it as a setup for your big comeback. And if you think of it that way, then all of a sudden you're in a growth mindset. It gets you thinking creatively, gets you thinking curiously, and gets you going, what might I need to do right now that's different than I've done in the past, or at least different than what got me into this situation in the first place? By the way, if this is making sense, if you realize that growth is a big part of success and it's how you get from talking to brick walls and getting into, you know, keep hitting those same barriers, if you understand 
that growth is necessary, give me a five in the chat box. Give me like a, like a high five type of thing. I want to see that. I love that, by the way. It's one of my favorite emojis, personally. I think it's hilarious. Um, because here's the thing, is that when I, we were talking about the, you know, this, the setback being a setup for a comeback, I can tell you it's happened to me so many times. But in order for that to work, in order for the failure to actually lead to growth, in order for the frustrations to actually lead to growth, in order to, for the actual, frankly, the pain to pay off, you have to be humble enough to find the lesson in the mess, right? There's always going to be a lesson in the chaos. There's always going to be a lesson in the mess. There's always going to be a lesson in the loss. Some people see a loss and I see a lesson and I want to encourage you to be the same way. It's not a loss unless you give up. It's not a loss unless you throw your hands up in despair and say, well, this is not going to work and you throw and you toss in the towel. Instead, growth requires that you take that next step after disappointment, after frustration, after the setback. That's where the growth actually exists. It's not so much the beatdown, all right? So if you get one, celebrate it. Look at it as an awesome opportunity to step up and then get the reward for the beatdown. But the reward of growth comes after the fact. And I know that's frustrating and I know it could be challenging and you're like, but dude, you don't understand my situation. I do understand. And I'm not in your particular shoes, okay? So I'm not going through exactly what you're going through, but I've been through enough of those myself and I can tell you whether it's building muscle, building a business or building strong relationships, growth only comes from stepping into the challenge, whether it's a strong challenge or a light challenge, whether it's a big setback or just a minor glitch in the, in the process, it's about stepping through that process and going to the growth. If this is making sense, give me five. All right, cool, man. Seeing lots of fives. See a lot of double or triple fives and quadruple fives. That's great. Uh, Susie says, I'm 63 years young. Love that, by the way. And starting over in this new online world. Welcome, Susie. You're just getting started. It's great to have you. Uh, my growth right now is what I am doing this moment. Watching these live videos, learning the materials. Watch out, world. I'm coming. Yes. Get some, Susie. I love that. And my challenge to you is I want you to get out there and share your message in whatever way you need to today, whether it's a Facebook Live or whether it's uh, you know showing up for somebody else. Maybe just leaving a comment for somebody on their, on their Facebook Live as well. If we can support each other, we can do a lot of amazing things. The last thing I want to share with you, and I'm going to wrap this thing up, is we talked a lot about influence and growth, right? But there's one last thing, those one last third thing that's extremely important, especially if you want to break through any kind of barriers, if you're tired of like, you know, talking to the same people and it's not working out is you want to start or you want to, you, well, first of all, you want, always want to begin, but you want to operate with purpose. This is one thing that I love about what we do here at Elite Marketing Pro is everything we do is purpose built. What in the world does that even mean though? So I'll give you an example. Here with uh, EMP, one of our big things, that one of our big drivers is creating brilliant problem solvers, right? So we do that through our mentorship programs. We do that through our training programs. In fact, frankly, that's even my purpose when I showed up on this Facebook Live today was what might I be able to provide to the people who are working their butts off right now, but they're going to take some time out of their day to listen to me. I want to show up and give the best I can. My purpose was, listen, if I can help one person up their game and becoming a brilliant problem solver, then mission accomplished. Let's go kick some butt. Let's make this thing work together as a team. What is your purpose for your business? Get really clear on the purpose. And by the way, here's the good news. Hopefully this takes some stress off. Your purpose isn't to make a lot of money. Making money is a byproduct of having a strong, clear purpose behind everything you do. Having a purpose behind what you build, and by when I say a purpose, I'm talking about something 
bigger than yourself and even bigger than the money, even bigger than the impact you make. Now, let that sink in for a second. You're like, what? What do you mean? If my purpose, my purpose is supposed to be bigger than the impact I make, what if I make a huge impact? Here's the great news. Whether you want to make a dent in the universe like Steve Jobs talked about or you just simply want to create a better life for your family, that has to start with you having a strong sense of purpose behind everything you do, including that Facebook Live that you might be terrified of doing. So if right now you're challenged by the concept of doing a Facebook Live to create that influence, for instance, or you're challenged by asking for help, putting the ego aside and talking to your mentor, talking to your coach, talking to your friend about that next step you need to take in your business and you're afraid of that growth, ask yourself, what is the purpose behind me doing this in the first place? Anytime I've got a student that comes up to me or any one of my team members that comes up to me and they're like, JT, I just have been stuck in a rut. I haven't been getting through to people or I've almost felt like quitting and giving up. My first question to them typically is, what's the purpose for you behind this business? What did you get involved with this for in the first place? And I sometimes get the surface level stuff. Hey, I want to fire my boss. I want to get, you know, pay off student debt and all this kind of stuff. And that, those are great drivers. Okay, those are great motivators. But that's not the purpose. Let me give you an example. One thing we do here at Elite Marketing Pro, besides just build amazing problem solvers, that's a, one of our big drivers. One of our, you know, that gives us a lot of purpose is we also give back a portion of a lot of our sales that we make here to an amazing organization called Heifer International. And by the way, if you want to learn a little bit more about Heifer International and what they do, I'll tell you some stuff right now, but you can go over to EliteMarketingPro.com forward slash SME. SME, by the way, stands for Social Media Enroller. It's a program that we've got coming out here, some, a special training that's going on on Black Friday, right? So if, instead, if you don't want to get trampled in the malls and you're tired of going off to the department stores and getting your butt kicked by all these people who are totally in a frenzy over some, you know, making a few sales or getting, or I should say, taking advantage of sales, then stay home, shop online, and get yourself over right now to EliteMarketingPro.com forward slash SME and enroll in our social media enroller program. You're going to learn a lot from Carrie and Witt Hyam, how they built their business. You'll learn their story, but more importantly, how they did it. You'll learn how to get the influence I've been talking about, how to create the growth in your business. But as important to that, you're going to see something that's really important to us, and that's the purpose that we have here in Elite Marketing Pro. We have partnered with over the last several years with a program called uh, Heifer International. And what Heifer does is they give uh, micro loans to women in impoverished parts of the world, like Nepal and places like this. And what they do is they give women specifically uh, micro loans to start a business. And so the kind of business is usually they'll go buy goats or they'll buy chickens and they'll create a food source for not just their family, but for their entire village. And they'll grow more chickens and they'll grow more goats. And as soon as they're able to pay it forward, meaning they can help another entrepreneur, then that loan is forgiven. And they're able to go back and recycle that money over and over and over again. And instead of us just handing money to somebody with the hope of them building a business, they actually learn the business skills. Plus, they have the ability, that person who got that loan has the ability to pay it forward by giving a goat or giving a chicken or giving a resource to somebody who is also impoverished to help them. And so it goes and it propagates itself. And I'm telling you right now, if you, especially if you go check it out on the Elite Marketing Pro page, EliteMarketingPro.com forward slash SME, which stands for Social Media Enroller, you'll see a little snippet in there about Heifer International. If it doesn't give you a little bit of 
the goosebumps, boy, you, you need to check yourself because it is pretty powerful, very emotional, and a truly awesome uh, uh, organization. We at Elite Marketing Pro are super sto stoked that we have uh, partnered with them, and it gives us a huge sense of purpose because we're not here just to create successful entrepreneurs. We're not here to just make a bunch of money and make a bunch of sales. Far from it. The purpose of us being here is to create brilliant problem solvers and to affect change in the world. And if we can do that through helping people like yourself build a business by getting out of your own personal situation and then you succeed and you go ahead and carry forward what you've learned, and guess what? We have succeeded. Mission accomplished. So make sure you do this for yourself, all right? Get yourself right now. Do this even before you go do your Facebook Live. I'll give you that reprieve, all right, in this case. Right now, go over to EliteMarketingPro.com forward slash SME. Enroll in that training they're going to be doing on Black Friday. And by the way, if you're one of those people that goes, dude, I can't help it. I'm going to have to go shopping or I've got family in town. I don't have time for a live training. You can still get the recordings. At least schedule yourself. At least uh, register for that training uh, and get the amazing stuff. There's lots of bonuses that come with it and all that stuff. And remember, everything we're doing, especially with this Black Friday promotion that we're talking about, we are helping. We're going to give a portion of that back to Heifer International. You'll see all about it. Just take my word for it and go over there. Check it out at EliteMarketingPro.com forward slash SME. All right, my friends, I got a jam. I know you guys are busy. A lot of you are about ready to go over to EliteMarketingPro.com forward slash SME, and you just want me to stop talking, so I'll let you go do that. And then the rest of you are going to go out there and do your Facebook Lives and start creating that influence so you can get that growth in your business and start building it with purpose because, my friends, those three things are what you need to succeed in business and in life. I love you guys. I appreciate you as always. Thanks for coming out here and spending some time with me on your Thursday. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. Get yourself over to EliteMarketingPro.com forward slash SME. We'll see you soon. Have an amazing Thursday. Take care.